side in the 550. Banging through the wire with my 360. We're doing live. We're doing live. We're doing live. <laughs> so, welcome to the Miseducation of Stevie V. I'm your host, Stevie V. I would like to give a shout out to our producer, Cindy Ashby. Uh, you can hear all of my uh, shows live on onthewaytoradio.com, cast the replays on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, now on iHeartRadio. You can do it to our cash app, which is dollar sign on the wake up radio. Call in at 844-818-4433. $3 per minute, and you must be 18 years or older to call. Please donate $2, $5, gazillion dollars over to our website. It's a, labor, it's a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world. If you appreciate the free content, please help us keep the message uncensored and free. You can then donate through our PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. That's onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. Okay. What's up, guys? Happy Thursday. Um, what's up, Lavelle? How you doing, my guy? How you doing? So, I got some stuff to talk about. So, so I had a great Halloween. I went to the city of Chicago. I dressed up as Jesus. Yes, I dressed up as Jesus, God's son. <laughs> I dressed up as him, and I went to the city of Chicago. I was on the northwest side with my cousin, and we had a ball, man. People were taking pictures of me saying, God, what you doing at this party? <laughs> black Jesus, for real. That was black Jesus, for real. And uh, it was fun, man. It was fun. Nobody got shot out there, right? <laughs> That's the only thing I was worried about. I was hoping, like, no nigga came up there and just sprayed the shit up. But it was great. Girls were cool. The guys were cool. Yo, I spent 30 bucks for two drinks. 30 bucks for two drinks. Why would you why would I do that? Why? Why? Why did it was $15 for a drink? For one drink. Like what the fuck was that? But I definitely had a great Halloween. Definitely had a great Halloween. Um I want to talk about until our guest gets here. I want to talk to I want to talk about the Kaepernick situation. Okay, this guy, Colin Kaepernick, remember the guy who took a knee for the, uh, the police uh, shootings and stuff like that, and he says that the NFL is a modern-day slavery. Remember that guy, number seven, Colin Kaepernick? So he fixed his mouth and said that Carlton and Steve Urkel, and I'm rephrasing this too, Carlton and Steve Urkel, are archetypes of white supremacy. Carlton Banks and Steve Urkel are archetypes for white supremacy. They show the weak, feminine side of a black male. And I wanted to talk about this because a lot of these guys like Colin Kaepernick, first of all, Let's get on Colin. Colin, you're a mulatto. You look Arab. If you look at Colin's family photos, that man does not look 
That man's family's white. Pure-breaded white, right? Carlton Banks is blacker than Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, the reason why he did what he did is because he want, he wanted to get off get out of San Francisco. I got hiccups, guys. Forgive me. That man wanted to get out of San Francisco, and they wouldn't abide by his contract. So he started creating this chaos in order for him to get out of that situation. He didn't change anything at all. All he did was make money for himself, and then ran with the money. Exactly. He didn't do nothing. The NFL wasn't going to do anything about no police reform or police brutality. NBA, NFL, none of these major sports place, uh, sports, uh, are going to do anything for police brutality, right? This man said Carlton Banks and Steve Urkel is pretty much a representation of white supremacy. Hmm. Last time I checked, Carlton Banks was in a black family. Last time I checked, Steve Urkel was in a black family, right? Last time I checked, these men were smart, right? These were intelligent men. They might be a little corny, a little weird, a little awkward, but these were smart guys. They show a different form of, of what black people can be. You don't talk about Theo. You don't talk about uh, uh, Braxton from uh, Jamie Foxx show. You don't talk about those guys. Those guys had great, great, great representation. So Colin Kaepernick, they came from a black family. They had a strong black father, right? Carl Winslow was a hardworking, strong black father who taught them some things, but you're saying they're pretty much an image of white supremacy? Bro, you literally took the money the NFL gave you and you ran with it. You didn't do anything to stop. Bro, so having a good family is white supremacy. He is the problem, not Carlton. Exactly. They came from strong black positive families, bro. Like, Kaepernick, all you did is made a mockery out of it. That's all you did. You don't give a fuck about what people were going through. You just used that as an excuse to get you out of San Francisco. And another thing, you were terrible. You were terrible statistically. Colin Kaepernick was terrible. That's why nobody wanted to pick him up. He was terrible. And you had a chance to get back into the NFL, but you took the money. Why didn't he say, there's my question. Why you didn't say anything or address the public why you did the things you did? Why you didn't say nothing? You had all type of players speaking up for you. You need to have... You need to speak up for yourself, bro. You need to speak up for yourself. Like, that's that whole shit, bro. I'm not fucking with Colin Kaepernick after that. No. And not only that, you're a boule member at that. You are a, oh, what's that fraternity called? You're a noob. You're a noob. 
You a boule nigga. At that. The image of Carlton Banks is way better than your image. You're a fraud, bro. And y'all gonna be like, why are you defending uh, a fictional character? Look, Carlton Banks, that man was black. He went to a black fraternity and shut them all down. He went to the hood, adapted to that environment, and shut it all down. Tell me that I'm lying. Lovell, whoever's in here, tell me that I'm not lying. <laughs> that man went to a hood and shut it all down. And because he was intelligent. So you mean to tell me Carlton Banks and Steve Urkel aren't black? Because of what? They don't abide by a certain stereotype? <laughs> exactly. Like, they're not abiding by a stereotype. They're not hood enough. They're not thuggish enough. Like, bro, this dude is a whole ass nigga. You literally wore police pig socks. Your whole, your whole thing from 2016, 15, whatever that shit happened to now has been a gimmick, bro. You didn't do nothing to change the NFL. You made the NFL weak, actually, because you made it woke. The wrongful woke. And that's the problem. Y'all keep making shit woke. People are not ready to be woken yet. For real, for real. For real, for real. You guys are killing the game with having social issues with sports, which have nothing to do with it. Is the NFL racist? Yes. Is the NBA racist? Yes. They all are. Every con every sport, boxing, tennis, fucking badminton, soccer, all has their deal with racism. That is true. Every sport is racist. But at the same time, it's not no he said the NFL was just like slavery. Bro. Slaves don't get paid millions of dollars, sir. If you're talking about colonial, colonialism slavery, like, no. Slaves weren't getting paid like that. They were getting lynched, bro. They were getting their ass whooped. They were getting raped. They were getting emasculated. That's not slavery. That's not slavery. Like, what are you talking about? The NFL draft, like, bro, and not everybody that plays in the NFL gets drafted. Like, what is he talking about, bro? What is that man talking about? To say Carlton Banks, Carlton Banks was a great example of what a black man should be. Now, did he need a little edge? Yes. <laughs> Steve Urkel, the same way. Steve Urkel was intelligent. He was goofy. But at the same time, he didn't get into, if he got in trouble, it was just his own demise. He probably did some stupid, crazy, some inventions and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, bro, what, why are you comparing fictional characters to white supremacy? Like what? Bro, you're not even black. You can go Google his family. He is the only dark-skinned mixed Arab, whatever the fuck he is, there. 
You join a black boule ass fraternity. You took the money. They gave you the money. If you didn't take the money, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say nothing. You got sports all over the world taking the knee because of you. He's a distraction. He needs to be ignored because he's saying that being smart is not black based. Pretty exactly. He's literally saying that. You can't be intelligent, clean cut black man who knows how to speak intelligently and stuff like that. That's not black. So what is the definition of black? That's what I would have asked him. What's your definition of being black? What is your definition of being black? And the reason why I'm going in on him is because growing up in the suburbs, I dealt with that. I dealt with that identity bullshit. I dealt with the whole, oh, I'm not black enough. Too white for the black kids, too black for the too white for the black kids, too black for the white. I dealt with that shit. And you know what I started to realize as I got older? Bro, when Sandra Bland died, Sandra Brand Sandra Bland. Is from where I'm from, Naperville. It's a suburb. And she died, right? Who, who, there's so many different people that died from suburban areas. And people just, people say stupid shit like, oh, well, he's not really black because he's from the suburbs. Like, what? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Man, that shit is crazy. <laughs> That shit is crazy. It's insane. It's insane. So you mean to tell me they're not black because of their environment? Because they don't act good? Like, I hate that. I hate that. Just because majority of us come from that doesn't mean all of us need to be put in that box, bro. There's so many different black people out here. There's so many different black people. And we're still black at the end of the day. They might have different ideologies, different beliefs different viewpoints on life they're still black at the end of the day because if i get killed by a cop i guarantee you and it was and it happened unjustly i guarantee you everybody wouldn't say oh he's from the suburbs so i ain't finna like come on bro like that shit is trash bro that shit is trash uh it's okay not cool to be smart He's making that cool to be smart when we need smart people in our community. Exactly. 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 We see, we see dumb shit every day. We see dumb shit every day. Right? We need somebody, we need people in our community to elevate us intelligent-wise. Financially, spiritually, intelligence. Like, we need all of that. We need all that. But you guys want to say they're, well, Kaep- Kaepernick wants to say, oh, they're an image of white supremacy? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? What's wrong with this guy, bro? What's wrong with this guy? So get that fake-ass boule member out of here. No one gives a fuck about him. You took the money, so there you go. Yeah, he's not going to make it. So, <laughs> our guest is not here, but we're still going to keep rolling. But, yeah, I was pissed off about that. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? 
I'm gonna give a shout out to my guy Lord Vell. And he had a room on Clubhouse and he was talking about do the liberal mindset make black women single? What I said, I said it's true, right? I think it is. I think what a lot of women are seeing through social media, it's fucking them up mentally. The whole city girl, Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, you know, Lizzo, <laughs> Lizzo mentality is fucking people up because it's fucking women up. It's making them signal. It's making them more masculine. It's making them more unattractive. It's making them more unmarriageable or unmanageable. It's making them all of that. Really think about it. Social media is a social engineering weapon. Social media is a social engineering weapon. And because women benefit off of social media so much, they're going to literally, literally believe anything that they see. And I said this, Lovelle, you know, I said this. I said, IG life, social media life, and our reality. You see the IG life, what these IG models be promoting, female rappers be promoting, all that type of shit, right? It's almost mixing into reality because they don't understand the difference between entertainment and real life. In real life, a lot of these women, man, it's sad, the mentality that they have. Like, they would rather get a degree just to prove they don't need a man than to actually be a traditional woman. It's getting to the point where they're saying, like, yo, I would rather die alone than to settle for a man that's going to love me for me. Like, what type of shit is that? Like, what type of shit is that? Like, I was talking to one of our clubhouse members yesterday, actually. She's from the UK. Her name is Natasha. And I was talking to her for a while. And she was like, yeah, I work at this management company in London. And I've been around this guy. I've been around that guy and all that type of stuff. But I don't want to work anymore. I actually want to have a kid and, you know, start a family and be married and stuff like that. And it hit me. I'm like, a lot of these women nowadays, they're literally working themselves to death just to prove they don't need a man. Bro, we are communal beings. We are communal beings. You have big girls saying they don't date guys with kids when they have kids. Bro, it's backwards. It's backwards. And then they expect this high value guy to stay loyal only focus on them love them for what they have and their flaws and all I'm like no it's making it's definitely made black women more masculine more single than it is now on the fellas on the other side it's making fellas more you know it's affected fellas too but it's affecting the woman more because I believe the powers that be, they know that once you get the women, because the women, they're going to follow anything. Anything that makes them feel good, anything that touches their ego, anything that that whole manifest, like 
they're going to affect that. It's going to affect them, and they're going to follow it. Why can't beat people they on their own level? People shoot for the stars, bro. People shoot for the stars. I had to humble myself, too. I was one of those guys that would shoot for the stars. And so I realized, bro, look at where you're at. You're not in shape, even though I was kind of getting in shape. You know, I don't have my money together. I don't have a career. Like, you can't be shooting for the stars and you don't have your shit together. But women, they're on a whole different planet because they'll look at uh, a Lizzo or some type of female entertainer or whatever, not knowing, like, entertainment is just entertainment. This is not real life. And they'll be like, well, if she can do it, then I can't. You're using these outliers, these extremes. It's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with dating at your own level? And these women will not settle. They will not settle. These are the same women. These are the same women. My grandparents were rich. But they create a beautiful family. Exactly. Exactly. And I bet your grandparents knew their roles too. They knew their roles. One person was going to be the head of the household. The other person served that head of the household. Whether it's cooking, cleaning, take care of the kids, whatever. Everyone knew their role. And the problem is that we're too... One thing Kevin Samuels said, yeah, Kevin Samuel said, which is so true, black men, we tend to be more like romantics. Because when we love, we love hard, right? And we gotta stop being romantic, start being leaders. Because when we get with our women, you know, we love our women. We we generally love our women. We give our resources to our women. But our woman just only sees us as almost like a business, which is terrible. Which is terrible. I don't want a woman to look at me as a business. I don't I don't want to make things transactional. You know what I mean? And back to the topic, like women are not going to settle for a man that actually loves them for them. He could be five, seven, short, or whatever. They want they, women always want the better mate. That's just that's nature. That's nature. That's nature. But um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's making women single. I watched the video, bro. This little girl. She was not a little girl. She's probably like in her twenties or whatever. Yeah, you can't have it all. Lavelle, you're actually right. You can't have it all, bro. You can't have it all. You can't have it all. I was watching this little girl, right? And she had posted a video on Twitter. She was like, man, I was watching these feminist jokes so much, I started hating men. She started hating men because of the, uh, uh, because of the jokes that she was watching on TikTok. Now, you mean to tell me that this little girl was watching TikTok so many times, watching these jokes about hating men so many times to the point where she became a hater. She became a feminist. 
Tell me that's not social engineering. Tell me that's not programming. It is. It is. And I don't care what nobody says, bro. I don't care what nobody says. And then you have people like Derek Jackson. And who's the guy that's tatted up that be saying, hey, you got to give your girl this amount of money, all that type of stuff. Like, you got panderers, bro. They're making it worse. And it's making it worse on the ladies because they're telling you what you, they're telling you what they want to hear. And then they're getting paid from it. Hey, he wants to do that? Then, hey, that's what you want to do? That's his business. No man. He's the king of the city. His name doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. He's the king of the simps. His name doesn't matter. I agree. I agree. We 1,000%. That's just some whole shit, bro. I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening. Um, shout out to our producer, Cindy Ashby. Uh, you can check me out on King's TV 93. Uh, King's TV on, on Instagram. King underscore Steven on Instagram. My cash app is dollar sign CHIP5. You can check me, check me out on TikTok. I know. I know. We was ready. I was ready, too, because he when I tell you guys, if you follow him, he has a YouTube. It's targeted Tony Los Angeles. He has an Instagram. When I tell you he's being followed by the powers that be, I'm talking about he's being like, it's crazy. His story is amazing. I actually met him on Sydney Ashby. Remember, I don't know if Cindy, if you remember the first time we talked on IG during the pandemic, he was there. And he connected. Me and him linked up and he talked to me. I was like, what the hell is that targeted individual? And I wanted you guys to hear his story because it's so crazy. So crazy. And then there's more people who are targeted like him. So I'm trying to get you guys, you know, some good information, some good stories. And I will set up a part two with Lavelle. Shout out to my guy, Louisville. We I'm definitely going to set up a part two. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't hook, that we didn't talk about. I'm definitely going to set that up. But this is the Miseducation of Stevie B. I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm going to bed, man. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.